0: Pigeon fanciers remember this name Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies Established in 1990 Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies is one of the largest suppliers in Melbourne of high quality seed, feed and much more with over 50 years of pigeon handling experience Specialising in air clean quality mixes. Grain tested by Agri-Food Technology upon harvest annual to biennial. They also manufacturers of pigeon carry baskets, breeding cages, boxes, health supplements, minerals and grips. All products produced on site. Custom made mixes also available. They supply the pigeon fancy locally and nationally. Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies is located at 21 Apex Court, Thomastown. Or you can call Sam or the staff for product And advice on 9464 2439. That's 9464 2439. Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies are proud sponsors of Pigeon Radio Australia. Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated Special announcement Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020 The race is postponed to 2022 Now the race is on And here comes pride
1: at the backstretch
0: the victoria cup 2022 purchase special rings at $100 each for every 10 rings purchased receive one ring for free presented and conducted by pigeon racing victoria incorporated first prize is $100,000 guaranteed. Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales. For more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com That's www.pigeonracingvictoria.com Or telephone Taz Gazus on 0419 That's 0419 and here
1: comes pride at the backstress, heartaches are going to the inside, my tears are holding back, they're trying not to fall, my heart's out of the running, True love, of scratch for oh, another's say, the race is on and it looks like heartache, and the winner loses all.
2: Thinking about your PMV 1 and rota vaccinations for your birds this season. Think, think livestock specialists for PMV and rota vaccine supply for the cheapest price for your PMV and rota vaccine in Victoria this season. Think livestock located at 16 Grovillia Road, Huntley, Bendigo area. Think Livestock can organize courier delivery of your PMV-1 or Rota vaccine, Or you can visit their showroom and collect it yourself. Think Livestock, stock vaccine for PMV-1 paramyxovirus and rotavirus. Pigeon vaccination kits. This features an automatic vaccinator, needles, and all the required items to aseptically decanter vaccines. Multimatic injector. A high-quality, German-made injector that is extremely suitable for pigeon vaccination. Think and call. Think Livestock. Four friends Friendly service and advice for your PMV one and rota vaccine this season on zero three five four four eight eight nine four two. That's zero three five four four eight eight nine four two. Or you can visit their website online at www.thinklivestock.com. Think Livestock, proud sponsors of Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roenfried pigeon products. Roenfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035981000 and pigeonvitality.com.au. Southern FM sponsor.
3: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
4: Southern FM sponsor.
2: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
1: So, stop 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 the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon.
2: And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia, www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Producer and presenter of the show, Ivan Fonti.
5: Hello
0: and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And if you want to catch us on the Southern FM website, you can go to the Southern FM website on www.southernfm.com.au. Dot au. We're on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn and we podcast via Podbean. So check us out and we're available on Apple Podcasts as well. On tonight's program, we have from the newly formed Frankston Club in the Victorian Homing Association, a young flyer that hasn't been flying too long now but a couple of years and he's had quite good success and he's going to tell us what's new there at the Frankston Club and the VHA, Mr Brad McPherson. Is coming on. We also have from the Central Highlands Pigeon Combine in Ballarat, in Victoria, uh, Mr. Jason Branagh, who is the president of the Central Highland Pigeon Combine in Ballarat, to tell us what's happening up there in Ballarat and what's new up there in the Central Highlands Pigeon Combine. We also have Dr. Michael Evans from Applied Nutrition, who is uh, coming on. I've asked him to come on to tell us about how Tummy Right and a new product he has out from Applied Nutrition's product range. Uh, to help racing pigeons in the malt and uh, to improve your feathering for the forthcoming race season. So that's an exciting show tonight. So stay tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. But right now, I have some pigeon-related topics to talk about with one of our correspondents, and that is Mr. B1. Are you there?
3: What I
2: think in B1, I think I am B2. It's music. Tony McPherson and Tony Barbara. B1 and B2, our Pigeon Radio Australia Bananas in Pyjamas.
0: And yes, Tony McPherson is on the line.
6: Uh, g'day, Ivan. How are we going? It's been an interesting week just gone by, a lovely weekend. And uh, uh, g'day to, uh, good day to B2. G'day, B1. And how are we, how we keeping, mate?
7: Oh, not bad, anyway. The pigeons are more than very heavily.
6: Yeah, 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 well... But they're still flying all right. Yeah, I must say, mine are, my birds are looking, my babies are looking good, and uh, I understand that uh, Ivan's filled some rings for me uh, there, Ivan. Sort of, no, um, yeah, you got um, some rings. lovely some babies, skin. so um, I've been very happy with the, the other ones that you sent me, so they're, they're looking excellent. Oh, these ones, looking mate. Weird, these
0: right. ones are a picture. Ask Tony, you had
6: a look at yeah,
0: them. I tell you, they they're beautiful. Yeah, no, they're, they look, look,
6: look looking very, very good. Uh, as I said, Ivan, if um, if you keep breeding youngsters like these, mate, uh, you're going to win a lot of races. Yeah, well, mm. yeah, they're a credit. Uh, they're a credit to you.
0: No, oh, thank you very sure. much. Now, um, I, I was going to, um, you know how we had Joe the pigeon a few weeks ago. Yes. Well, this week, another story about a pigeon's gone viral on the internet and it just makes me laugh. There's a bloke in Ireland in Parliament. His name's Pigeon. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right, but it's spelt P-I-D-G-E-O-N, all right?
8: Okay,
6: yes, yes, yes. This
0: guy Pigeon in the Irish Parliament, he was on on Zoom. They were having a, a parliamentary meeting on Zoom. Anyway, he was having the meeting and talking away and doing his meeting and everything else. And what happened was his cat entered the room with a pigeon <laughs> and, and, hand, and handed it to Mr. Pigeon. So this story's gone on the internet, cat hands pigeon to pigeon. And I tell you what, for the next week I had this story about this cat handing this pigeon to Mr. Pigeon and it went absolutely bonkers, crazy. What? Can you explain explain it, Tony McPherson? Why are these unusual stories about pigeons going absolutely haywire?
6: Oh, look, I think it just captures people's imagination, especially, especially when the cat brings in a pigeon and gives it to Mr Pigeon. You know, it really does capture your imagination. And uh, some people's imagination just runs wild. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's something that we every you know the pigeon world should jump on and really use all that sort of inf- it's it, it is great, um, free advertising for the pigeon world. Yeah, you know, it really is, and that's something yeah, you're that we right. should be jumping and, on.
0: And the other thing is um, being on the Neighbours set and taking birds up there and um, having a lot to do with the lady that trains the pigeons for neighbours. Um, yeah. Neighbors actually uh, cast the pigeons in the story because of uh, its top rating show in England, right? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's why they got pigeons in the storyline.
6: Yeah, well, you know, it uh, it it does capture, you know, it does capture the imagination. You, you know, with, uh, uh, I think. We can relate to our pigeons um, in the early days, you know, the Roman days and things like that where where they used pigeons to uh, uh, say that uh, someone had won this race or someone had done this and someone had done that. You know, it uh, uh, it really does um, uh, awaken your imagination. In actual fact, when you're talking about these sorts of things, uh, Ivan... Um, There is an author by the name of Mo Willems.
0: Oh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah, yeah,
6: those books. Now, he's um, brought out um, the the Pigeon Book, and it is a great children's book. It really is, and um, so I've just... um, we bought uh, we bought uh, books for our you know our, our grandkids and whatnot uh, and uh, yeah that, I think they'll get great enjoyment out of it and what I've done is I've um, done, got feathers and uh, put them through the machine and cut them out and they they can use the feathers for a uh, um, bookmark so you know, using pigeon feathers. So, you know, just to to, uh, enliven their imagination... You know, they, yeah. Whenever the kids come here, they, they love going down there and wanting to know if I've got baby birds sitting mm. in there or eggs or, or whatever. So mm. uh, that's where it all begins. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You've got to get really the kids,
0: kids interested. The kids are the future of pigeon racing. Now, talking about pigeon racing, Tony McPherson, we're playing the um, ads, uh, as you know, Anzac Day. I don't know if it's going to. Go on! I, I, they they said it wasn't going to go on, but now with the oh. restrictions lifted, who knows it, it, what's going to happen?
6: Well, look, the RSL, the head of the RSL to begin with, thought that because everything is um, voluntary, you know, everyone offers their services voluntarily and everything else, it, 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 they thought that it would become too hard. To run services and, and and have marches and things like that because you, you needed to be, have people you know out there making sure that everything was done properly and, and the likes. But uh, I understand that the social services minister or the defence minister or whatever uh, for the Victoria um, has jumped on board, and I think they're going to work something out in regards to uh, having. Uh, The uh, um, march and things like that for Anzac Day, the Anzac Day march, they'll work something out they believe to be able to do it, so... Well, uh, Tony, geez, um, you know, it changes so quickly. Yeah, I yeah. mean as you know. One day it, it, it could be this, the next day it could be that because of this virus and things like oh, that. Oh, look, so, I know it changes. Uh, uh, it's uh, a moving target. It really is.
0: Mm. Now, it changes a lot. Now, w- w- what we're going to do is that I'm, I'm, I'm advertising that if the marches don't go ahead, then we're going to let our birds out from home. And anyway, people should let their birds out from home if they're not going to their local RSL if the marches are on. But if the marches are on, then we will attend our local RSL and release pigeons as we normally do. Um, But if we don't, please let your birds out all together like we did last year from home. Take a video. I've got some prize packs that uh, I've put together, right? So yeah, the best, yeah. the best. let's say, how many videos? The best four or five videos we'll give a prize to. So yes. if you can do the same as you did last year, let your birds out, take a video at dawn, at sunrise, let yes. the birds out and take a video of it and uh, we'll put together a video diary on social media and this time it will go on social media as a video diary um, yeah. and uh, we'll award the best videos a prize.
6: Oh look! I, I, I thought last year uh, what people did by having a candle vigil uh, at the front of their house was very, very moving. Uh, more moving, more moving than actually being at the service. You know, um, it just seemed to be uh, so much more uh, individual. You know. Um, You go along to the service, the service is really great and it is very moving to be at the service. But to show that, um, because we couldn't do it last year, but everyone got outside, lit a candle and stood there and I thought that was a great a great uh, sign of um, solidarity uh, by the uh, community. I thought it was absolutely fantastic and, and the pigeon blokes um, sending in their v- uh, videos of releases and all of that was just um, mind-blowing actually. We had some fantastic videos sent to us so it was really good. So, yeah, well, either way... Um, we should remember those who gave their lives for us to have a, a a good life, and that's what we've got to look at.
5: Yeah,
0: correct. And um, I've noticed there are a couple of articles in the paper this week. They're honouring um, uh, the, the, the horses from the war. They're actually honouring a lot of animals that served in the war, uh, and they're highlighting the fact that the animals served in the war. Uh, yes. So it's a good thing.
6: A lot of people just don't realise... Um, what pigeons have done during uh, wartime
0: yeah, and you, during time, right. actually. You're right. They're quite amazed. Like, even when you tell commentators, as I did uh, when I was on the Neil Mitchell show and I told Neil Mitchell, he was quite <laughs> taken by the whole thing and said, really, really? Yeah, you know, they go, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. really. That's, I mean, you're sitting there, Neil Mitchell, because of a pigeon. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's only too true. Yeah, you know, very much so. Yeah. yeah we could be... Uh, well, we war. would
0: have been taken over by the Japanese if those two pigeons didn't do their oh. job. Well,
6: it could be Japanese, German. It could be any, any country that uh, yeah, we're in war with. Uh, hmm. um, anything could happen. You know, now, and, talking uh, about, you
0: know, Tony, talking about um, what we're talking about now, uh, pigeons and everything else, um, I had a... Phone call from Dr Rob Marshall, who will be on the radio in another couple of weeks to discuss this, um, telling us what's the panic all about, about this virus. Oh, well, it's not a virus, about this sickness in Queensland. Mm. Um, There's certain things being put out there that are not quite right.
6: (laughs) Oh, well, look, you know, (laughs) there's all kinds of things being said and, uh, and things like that. But this... It's not new.
0: Yeah, but it's not a virus. People
6: like. Well, uh, well Rob well, rang me up. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's not you. It's well, not well, you. Well, Rob, up, Rob up rang there me there up, there up today that dish. he had,
0: that he had phone calls from the CCF board, right, and. Because of this, thing's been so hyped up. And mind you, the, the the DPI are doing tests on these dead birds and they've done tests on dead birds and all kinds of tests, right? And they've found nothing, no viruses. So, people, please listen to me. There is no virus. It is some sort of sickness, not a virus. Correct, Tony?
6: Oh, look, it's... Well, look... Like I said, Ivan, um, this is not new in the area. Um, there's each year for the last couple of years, um, they've, uh, the, uh, the uh, up in Queensland and whatnot, they've had um, terrible starts to the year and things like that, uh, and it's not new. Um, there seems to be uh, something going on up there that doesn't seem to be kosher, it doesn't seem to be, um, and there's people up there that um, do know and uh, what's what's been going on, and, and aren't saying very much. It's like everything; they you bury your head in a, in in the sand. The, the trouble is, and the big problem is that if this sorts, if these sorts of practices continue. Um, it brings the sport under the spotlight for the wrong reasons and the the, the people that would love to have pigeon racing stopped kaputso um, are just rubbing their hands together. The more information that's put out there in the media in regards to um, what, what seems to be happening in Queensland, wherever... Um, Brings the spotlight wholly and solely on the, onto the pigeon fanciers and the pigeon federations, and it's uh, you know I think that leave it to the people that are doing that doing the the job. That's the DPI, um, whoever's you know the the uh, relevant uh, vets, be it. Uh, uh, Dr. Walker, Dr. Marshall, any vets up in up in uh, Queensland, Western Australia, wherever they are, uh, let them do their job. But gee, we keep it out of the out of the media um, because um, all it's doing is scaring, uh, it's frightening people, and uh, and then you get the public. Oh, there's these things that kill this, that now that could kill us, and oh, it just goes on and on and on. And, and um, I think basically, um, until you've got proof of what's going on, you shouldn't be saying anything.
0: No, correct. And I think, yeah, that, uh, uh, and that's,
6: that's that's the real basis of the thing. Yeah, well, it's all right to keep I, I, people informed, but um, you've got to uh, be realistic. I think it should be kept in house if the Federation or whatever's got something going on, keep it within the Federation or, you know, but there's no need to be uh, spreading it out into the you know, into the media and things like that because that all that does is create a panic everywhere.
0: Well, not, um, not what, I, what I was going to say is that um, there's certain people uh, out there that are hyping this up. And uh, spreading information which is absolutely false because the DPI has not detected anything in these pigeons. They've tested for, for viruses, for sicknesses, for all kinds of things, and they've found mm. nothing. So there is no virus. That's what I want to repeat. Like the CCF are considering changing their route of racing, not going north, because they think there's a virus in Queensland.
6: There's no yeah. virus.
0: There is no virus.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, um, I think it, oh, well, it's, it's a bit like um, over in WA. Um, when they had their trouble over there, Yeah, you know, um, things got a bit out of hand. Uh, look, I think um, until you exhaust everything that's, uh, that's been looked into, and they are pretty well just about done that, Um It's don't ring us, we'll ring you. I think that's what was said to um, um, uh, be written up is, uh, listen, don't bother us. We're doing our work. Leave us do our work and we'll ring you and let you know what's going on, if anything. And I, I understand that from what I hear from other people in Queensland and whatnot, this has happened before. They've gone through the same sort of routine and come up with the same answers, zero. Mm. So I don't know whether that will be the same in this instance, but it seems to be leading that way. Mm. and. Maybe the fan, you know, people need to look at um, what they're and, actually doing. And to doing. all
0: the keyboard warriors on Facebook making claims and 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 statements, no, stop it yeah. because you don't even know what you're talking about. Honestly, well, the
6: thing is, I don't, I haven't seen too many of these keyboard warriors that have got a, a degree in a. Uh, as a vet or or anything else, I think, um, you know, um, they're just jumping at shadows and uh, leave it to the people that have done the training and everything else uh, and uh, it will come about. I know Rob, we had Rob on uh, a couple of weeks ago and he had a, a couple of fancies up in Queensland contact him And he was going through things with them, and then, but he referred it all to the DPI. I think that's what he'd said. And, um, yeah, um, so they're the ones that are, you know, going through everything, and so be it, you know. um, What I, you know, what we don't want to see, and this is really what we don't want to see, is people bringing in stuff that they shouldn't be bringing in, that could that could create a problem in our chicken industry uh, uh, because of the, some of the uh, um, stuff that makes up medications, this, that and the other, which may be banned over here because it could upset the chicken industry here, whatever. We don't want that and all of a sudden the chicken industry has a big problem and... I tell you, if it does, that's the end of the pigeon industry. It'll be gone. G O N E. Mm. You know. Anyway, um, what what I've got to use common sense.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, what I wanted to say, Tony McPherson, is that don't listen to any rubbish. Listen to the official announcements from the Department of Primary Industry in Queensland, because yes. they're the people that are doing the job, and listen. They are doing the job, and listen yes. to what they find at the at the at the present moment as we speak. Tony McPherson, nothing has been found. They don't know no. what they're dealing with, and it's not no. a virus. Definitely not. On that note, Tony McCann, you've got some guests coming on, and um, we'll take a break and we'll be back with uh, your guests. Now, ours. And we'll be back with Tony McPherson's first guests after this song. And I'd like to play our first song tonight. I thought this would be quite uh, good after we've been released from our lockdowns and gone into uh, easier restrictions here in Melbourne. Uh, I have I've, I was surfing the internet and uh, listening to some music and I came across a uh, lady from uh, the Netherlands. And her name is Candy Dolfer and she's a great saxophone player. And uh, she's accompanied by uh, the great vocals of another uh, singer from the Netherlands, Elaine Clark. And uh, Candy Dolfer is famous for uh, that song she did with that guy from the Eurythmics. Lily was here, I think the song was called, uh, uh, that played the saxophone on that number. And I think she co-wrote that, uh, that piece with... Uh, That fella from the Eurythmics, uh, I forget his name. But anyway, here's Candy Dolpha with a great song and a great version of the song, and it's Don't Worry, Be Happy. And you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia right here on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside.
9: I know you might want to sing it note for note So don't worry, be happy In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry, nah, no. be happy Don't worry, be happy now Don't worry, babe. Be happy. Mm. Don't worry. Be happy now. Don't worry. Oh. Ain't got no place to lay your head. Somebody came and took your bed. Don't worry, now be happy. The landlord say the rent is late. He might have to litigate. Don't worry, y'all. Oh. Now be happy. Don't worry, be happy, yeah. We be happy now. Da, 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 da Don't worry. Yeah, be happy. Ain't got no cash, ain't got no style, ain't got a woman to make you smile. Don't worry. No, na, nah 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 na, Be happy, yeah. It's going to bring everybody down Don't worry Mm. Be happy Don't worry, be happy, yeah Hey Don't you worry, now? Oh, be happy Yeah, don't worry, be happy now Yeah
3: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
12: Southern FM sponsor. A range of European products, recommended and used by Pigeon Fanciers Worldwide. For winning performance and healthy pigeons, especially in times of stress, molting, breeding or racing, our products have shown great results to national winning lofts and top racing fanciers. A large range of loft and racing equipment from Europe and Australia. Contact Natural Pigeon Products, Don, zero three five nine nine eight one thousand and www.pigeonvitality.com.au
4: southern fm sponsor
3: did you know you have superpowers this march world's greatest shave is back will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer every day another 41 australians are diagnosed with blood cancer These families need your help. Lose your locks or color your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-OAA to find out more. Hey I'm Maddie Ryan. I'm
10: Caitlin Bassett.
3: I'm Alex Deminor. These are extraordinary times. The
10: presence of COVID-19 means that each and every one of us is facing our toughest ever opposition.
13: And although we stand apart, if we work together as a team and play by the rules, we'll soon get back to playing and watching the sport we love.
10: We need your support now more than ever.
13: So let's play by the rules. Wash your hands and listen to advice. If we play by the rules, if we
12: play by the
11: rules, we'll all get through this together.
12: How often should you wash your hands?
11: Maybe around nine times a day.
12: Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands?
11: After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food.
10: How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an 8 out of 10. 6 or 7. 7.5? 7.
12: Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash foodsafetytraining. Food safety, it's in your hands. <laughs>
14: molly
12: and Fluoro for molly's blooming hour saturday from 4 till 5 p.m we'll have interviews with gardening experts plus gardening tips and fresh produce recipes we will also talk about what's happening in your beautiful bayside garden what's blooming now and what to do in your garden now
3: then stay tuned for the after show where we'll be keeping you entertained with special guests fun and games and of course more great music
4: Music Time features old and new country music from Australia and overseas. There's something for everyone to enjoy. We even have a touch of Irish. Join me, Jeanette, for Music Time on Mondays from 12 till 2 on 88.3 Southern FM. The Sounds of the Bayside.
8: You can listen to Southern FM through your smartphone.
3: Just download the free TuneIn app and search for Southern FM.
0: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world, hosted and presented by Ivan Ponty.
2: Listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. On 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside.
0: Tune to Pigeon Radio Australia here from our studios in Melbourne, Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And we're also broadcasting via 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. And their website address is www.southernfm.com.au. Tony McPherson has a guest on the line, and take it away, Tony. Okay, thank
6: you very much, Ivan. Um, we've got a young buck um, on the line there, a, a promising young fancier that's uh, coming up through the ranks and, um, in the VHA. Um, uh, Brad McPherson, welcome aboard once again, uh, Brad. Tell um, us in what's, uh, what's going on in the VHA, and what have you been doing, mate?
7: Yeah, thanks for having us on tonight, fellas. Um, well, there's been plenty of happening with the, the young ones and with work and COVID and all the rest, and then, yeah, trying to get the pigeons ready at the same time. So, not much rest around here, but anyway, all is good. So, on the VHA, has got a sprint series coming up starting on March the 13th, yeah. a six-week series. Uh, there'll be three races from Shepparton, two from Donelihan, and one from Hay to finish it off. And I guess it's yeah, basically from what I can gather and what I've heard, it's you know just a little fun series, get people out and about and socialising, and you know just have a bit of fun.
6: Yes, it's um, it's it's one of the, I think it's one of these uh, ones where <coughs> people have got heaps of uh, two year olds and everything else, and they want to get them up and running before the season starts and give give them a hit out, uh, Brad, and also a bit of fun, Um, you know, a bit like uh, I think you raced the June EPF series when we had it uh, in October, Uh, that turned out pretty well, September, October.
7: That that finished up, I think it was December, wasn't it?
6: (laughs) I forget now.
7: And I reckon everybody that actually raced in it probably would have kept on racing if we had the choice.
6: So, yeah. I, I think you're right, mate. I think, uh, yeah, we, uh, we would have kept going um, uh, It probably put out about 10 mil jurors. Uh, yeah. but, uh, okay. yeah, it was very enjoyable and, uh, and I think that's what uh, you guys, you know, in the VHA, that's, that's what you're looking at, um, yep. creating a good atmosphere for everyone and it's open to everyone.
7: Yep, it is. all feds and, you know, the more people that come along, the, you know, the better it's going to be.
6: Yep, yeah, and it's, it's pay as you go, birdage um, cost, um, from what I understand. So much a bird for the first three races and it sort of increases as the distance goes up. A little bit of prize money, not a lot, but yep. there will be But it's more the um, get together, uh, kumbaya, have fun.
7: That's it. Well, look, in the Frankston club where I'm, I'm now uh, flying from, we've got four novice flyers, first year flyers. Yes, so they—they're going to be—they haven't seen race day before. They haven't seen anyone clock birds before, so we'll be having a barbecue at my place. Yeah, they'll be here. They'll be watching it all, getting involved. You know, who knows? We might even—I've got in live, but we still might even got the rooms once or twice just to take them, show them what it's all about. Um, you know, and they're—they're—they're they're, they're absolutely stoked. So look, there's plenty of positives that come out of. It. I know some people, oh, my birds won't be ready and stuff like that, but. You know, it's not about getting them all ready because there's a long season to be had as well. I'm sure if everyone looks deep, you might be able to find yourself ten or fifteen birds yes. uh, at a minimum. And just just come along for a bit of fun and easy going. I know a well, few other flies there, but flies with that the, aren't flying, they're actually going to the people's houses that are to have you know a few beers and watch them come home there. So
5: mm.
7: you know, that's there's more to come out of you know than just the competitive side; it's mm. just the light-hearted racing and. Yeah, well, I mean, a is, lot of fanciers yeah, yeah, have giant.
0: got a lot of fanciers yeah. have got two year olds left over, and two year olds would be experienced pigeons because they've probably tossed them last year. And some people were fortunate enough to race a few of these pigeons, so yeah. those birds there will be ready to race a sprint yeah, series.
7: Perfect candidates, and like the first race to like the middle of you know, it's 190 k's. It's not far. I think two years ago there's a bloke that got in the top two or three of the uh, the fed aggregate. He didn't toss all year. So it can be done. If your birds are healthy and you're doing the right things in the backyard and they're happy, mm. you know, you, you don't need to give them much. Give them three, four tosses, off they go. And once they go to the first uh, race, you can pretty much just send them. You don't need to toss them anymore. You could just put them in on the Friday night. Mm. and, you know, have a few few mates over on the Saturday and mm. watch them come in.
0: Well, look, the thing is that we've got to encourage pigeon racing, not discourage it, and, yeah. um, you know, uh, saying, oh, the birds won't be ready and whinging and carrying on. Just join in, get in, have some fun and sprint your birds. It's good. It'll be good training for the old bird races as well.
7: Oh, for, for sure. And, and 190Ks and two, 250, 260, that's, that's not far. You know, two, 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 two hours to three hours, the races are going to be finished. Everybody's going to get them home. Um, yeah, it's – it's. I just – yeah, look at the, the positives in it. And that's, you know, that's what we should be working on. And I just hope a few more people just come down and, you know, like even if the, after the first race, you don't have to race all five or six races. You no. can come down halfway through it. The birds are starting to get through the molt quite quickly or most of mine are. You know, I'm sure there's other backyards in the same spot. It won't take much to get them up and going and, yeah, just a bit of fun. Why not?
6: Oh, look, I think also um, seeing we've gone through what we have over the last 12 months, I think the important thing now, Brad, is just to get together and um, be able to uh, have a chat with each other and, yeah. uh, you know, um, have a few beers and well, uh, barbecue, whatever whatever you're going to do. and uh, Look... Um, We've sort of been starved over the the last few years. We've been starved of racing pigeons. It's been always something cropping up and stopping us and things like that. It it, it hasn't been good, but... uh, I, I think um, I think the initiative by actually by the VHA, the WPF, I think they're running one, and so is the VPU. Yeah, you know, good. Yeah, I think it's a great initiative, and you know, get get people back out and enjoying uh, their sport, their hobby. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, just uh, you know, dust off the the cobwebs and uh, get into it.
7: Yeah, yeah. That, you know, look, I bet you the, the people that are going, oh, you know, it shouldn't be this time of year, Or so, I bet you they're all still wait, waiting for the results to come in and oh, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're they're, there and all the rest.
6: Yeah, they'll all be looking. There's no doubt yeah. about that. They'll all be looking. So, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It could um, have a few
7: more of them would, uh, you know, pick out a few birds and start training them up and join in as well. Like, yeah. It's yeah, open to all feds. I think that's, you know, for us just coming through, that's newer flyers. Yes. we yeah. love brush and shoulders with the the flies from the other feds yeah
6: you know, oh, well you're feeding both feds and so have I yeah um, you know, so we know what it's all about but uh, you know the thing is um, I think uh, you yeah, know just to uh, enjoy racing your pigeons um, and uh, give them a, give them a bit of a run um, yeah you know, mind you there's some people that you know just at this time of the year or whatever they haven't got the you know the time to be doing it, yes, for sure. but you know so there's others that will have plenty of time, and others that won't. So yep. be it. But uh, get out there and have some fun. Now, now you've mentioned the new club in the VHA, VHA. the Frankston Club. Um, so you know the the boys down there are, are keen to uh, race their birds in the in the VHA and. Um, Mind you, it's sort of made up of uh, VHA flyers uh, and X grade Melbourne flyers. So um, I think uh, everyone down there should uh, have a good time and enjoy themselves and uh, let's hope that uh, you all have uh, a good season of racing pigeons.
7: Yeah, thanks Tony. Oh look, I think it is. So far the atmosphere down there has been pretty good. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was growing up and I was a young kid and I used to go uh, <laughs> I used to go to the Springvale Pigeon Club with the old man. Yes, you know? yes. I remember. And it reminds me just like that. And I reckon some of the furniture from there is actually in the Frankston club. It just mm. so I feel comfortable in there. I like it. And, um, you yeah, know, good bloods. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, just I'm grateful to VHA where, where they took the club on. Um, yeah. it's, only, it's only three or four k's from my house. mm so yeah,
0: well, I, I
7: could walk home. Hey,
6: Brad. Yeah, what, what yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. Brad, what year was it that you went down to the Springvale Club? What years were that?
7: Oh, um, probably from about, from what I remember, probably around about 1990 all the way, oh, I guess,
6: 1990
7: mm. to 2000 or something. Oh,
6: we're up well, I, it would have been earlier because Nathan. Which one's older, you or Nathan?
7: Yeah, no, I am. He might look older, but I'm, I'm, mm. I'm actually older. Well, yeah, I, yeah, well, I
6: remember um, uh, they were doing the Melbourne Cup race yep. um, down at Springvale because mm. they used to always have a race at Melbourne Cup. And yeah. um, the old guys, he uh, had the truck... And the truck jumped out of gear and nearly ran over Nathan. Mm.
7: Yeah, well, it might have, because I, I remember, look, I was probably about five or six when I started going to yeah, the, yeah I, I remember that. everyone hell. Mm.
6: Um, I, I, and I also remember my dog, I had a dog th- uh, that was, um, yeah, she was friendly with everyone, but <laughs> I think she might have had a snap at either you or Nathan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Chasing her around.
7: No,
6: let's down
7: there and stuff like that, so. <laughs> doing the tail cutter every week. We used to wait around for that one. That was good.
6: Well, I'm yeah, asking.
7: Well, him,
5: of
6: course, your dad was an excellent pigeon man. And um, how's he going anyway?
7: Yeah, he's good. Well, he's just joined up in Frankston as well. So he's going to yeah, fly good. partners with Nate. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah that's around now that he's not uh, doing the convoy and stuff. So he's going to yeah. give Nate a bit of a hand and, uh, you know, coach him along a little bit, which will be good. Yeah.
6: Has he still got the old family?
7: Uh, I don't really, no, I don't think so anymore. Yeah,
6: because he had some really a few good
7: birds here and there and, uh, yeah.
6: Because yeah. he I've... had some really good birds off, um, off a good, uh, flyer at Springvale. Yeah, are
7: the Putmans?
6: Yes. Yeah, I've been yeah. trying to
7: track some of them down.
6: Yeah, the whole are yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know yeah. where
0: you can get some of those. Yeah. Do you? Yep. Okay. So we I, to, I won't that. I won't air it, but, yeah, give us a, a call off air and uh, I'll, I'll tell oh, well. you. I will. I'll tell okay, you something. They're
6: excellent pigeons.
7: All yeah, right. so I'm looking. I have been trying to search for a few of them.
6: Well, I uh, know somebody I, that's I got, got a lot of them. birds will just
7: keep coming. And that's the, the race birds I'm after.
6: Oh, they're only a little pigeon too.
7: And yeah, I know, that's it. I know yeah, a guy that's got
0: – I know somebody that's got plenty
6: of them. Okay, All right. Man, I bet. only want a few. <laughs> that's all right. Only, one, only need one or two. Yep. Yeah, that's it.
7: I'll start with that.
6: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have still got a Muellerman of yours here. Oh yeah, you do too. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, I dare say. Look, we better we better close off. But yep. look, it's good to have you on. Now. Thanks for having us. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Now we uh uh would like you to come back. With the VHA report and everything else, yeah. uh, on a regular on a regular basis, and if, if feel free to give us a buzz during the week. Um, if you've got something that you really wish to talk about, give us a buzz. Yeah, I um, will, mate.
7: Yeah, just look. He yeah. is only uh, sorry. Ash is only ten weeks old. He is two. Um, it's yeah. Your hands yeah. are full, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're full. They're full.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put but, the cue on the rack, mate.
7: Yeah, he's had that in the rack. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, yeah,
6: it,
5: yeah. And
7: yeah it's been quite busy and all the rest, but yeah, look, it's, yeah, look, it's. Really uh, well, it, it's
6: good that you're busy, mate. That's that's the important thing. Yeah, it's good that very you're busy. busy so. yeah, yeah,
5: excellent.
7: Uh, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this race season. I had all the birds carried over from last season, and we're we'll, we're we'll planning to move at the end of last year. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. I had all the birds, and I was like, "Well, yeah, you know, we we've parked another year, so yes. we can race the season out and race with the birds." Yes, and then yes. Um, we'll, we'll be moving towards the end of the year to a bigger place, hopefully not yep. too far from here either.
6: Yeah, yep, yep. yep. So all good, mate. All good. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, all the best uh, for the series. All the yep. best for the year, Brad. And yeah, it's sure. a, a good, a good chatting with you, mate. Yeah. No and, worries, uh, yeah, just look out yourself and uh, have, a, have a good one, buddy. All right. Thanks for having the fun, guys.
0: No worries, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much. All right. We're going to take a break here on Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll be back after this.
1: You to get up out your seat right now. Yes, I see you get up out of your seat. There's what they got.
0: That was Mr. Talkbox with a great song called Dance Break. I was going around the internet and surfing the internet and uh, I saw this thing with this uh, Mr. Talkbox. And I had to go and check it out, so I went and checked it out. And uh, I found this stuff with Mr. Talkbox. And Mr. Talkbox is actually a performer in the, the USA that uh, performs with a little box that he plugs into a amplifier and what he does with this little box is he puts a tube into his, inserts a tube into his mouth and he sings and that's how he gets all the sounds in his voice uh with this talk box and that's why he calls himself mr talk box and that was a great song called dance break and right now here on 88.3 southern fm the sounds of the bayside we're going for our break to the southern fm national news so we'll be back after the southern fm national news
2: Pigeon Media Australia, yeah, Pigeon Media Australia, it's its own empire, I love it, I love it, Pigeon Media Australia, you can listen to Pigeon Radio at
4: PigeonMedia.com.au for all your Pigeon conversations that you need to have.
11: Jacinta Parsons on ABC Radio Melbourne.
2: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
1: So, stop the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon.
0: You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia, hear from our studios in Melbourne, Australia, and broadcast via 88.3... Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Pigeon Media is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and you can catch this program via the Southern FM website at www.southernfm.com.au Now, Tony McPherson has got a guest on the line and I'll let him do the honours and introduce the guest and take it
6: away, Tony. Thanks, and look, um, we've got today. We've got Jason Branner from the uh, Central Highlands uh, Pigeon Federation. Jason's um, uh, re-elected uh, President of the uh, Central Highlands. Um, welcome aboard there, Jason, and uh, let us know what's going on up in Ballarat, up in that area.
13: Thanks, Tony, and good day, Ivan. Uh, yeah, Ballarat, um, we've just had our AGM for the year, and they've uh, been kind enough to re-elect me for President for another year. Um, I must say it's starting to, now that all the COVID stuff's tidied up, hopefully it's going to be back to some sort of normal and we'll have a great year flying. We'll be flying off the west line this year, um, out through Adelaide up to, I think we're going to Port uh, Port Peary and Port Augusta this year. Uh, so looking good. And um, must say um, I will start off with sending out some condolences to the Brereton family. Uh, Unfortunately, one of our very good members in John Brereton passed away this morning. So I will pass on our condolences to Joe and his family. Um, Sad, sad times. John was a great, great member up here in Ballarat who did a lot of work and supported everything that went on and was our conveyor for a few years there. And, Nothing was too much for John, and he loved his birds, and um, it'll be good to see Joe racing John's birds on this year.
6: Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, it's very sad to to hear there, Jason. Uh, Look, um, we ran into – well, I ran into uh, into John and Joe and and yourself down at the – Colac, when we did the fundraiser sale down there, and uh, I think um, I think well, they all enjoyed it. They had a bit of a laugh and, and some fun, and uh, you know, John wasn't looking too well then, um, and of course, uh, you know, uh, but he was out for the day with with the crew, with the Ballarat crew, and I and I think uh, uh, you guys give him a good day, and he, he had a, a an enjoyable day out. And and uh, yeah. that that makes a, a big difference to one's uh, one's life. That's for sure. And I
13: must say it was a great day down there at Kowlek uh, Tony, and you did a wonderful job auctioning
6: uh, <laughs> their birds for them. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I must say, Jase, uh, they were shocked, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely shocked. But yeah, it, it was. Anyway, a getting back to Ballarat,
5: cool. um,
13: we come under the St Highlands Pigeon Combine, which. Um, a lot of people down in Melbourne may or may not know. And just to give you a general idea of Ballarat, we're, we're four clubs. We've got uh, the Mariborough Club and yeah. the Ballarat Invitation Homing Club and the Ballarat West Homing Club and the Ballarat East Homing Club. And the four clubs make up our combine. And we've got about 30 members at the moment. Um, a few new members this year come on board. A um, few from down uh, Belay and Greendale way down there.
5: Uh, so yeah, um,
13: a few new fly, uh, a few older flyers coming back into the game, which is good to see, mm. and some uh, some new ones starting up, which is fantastic.
6: Yeah, well, you guys also run um, the Eureka Cup. We certainly do. The, um, we've got the Eureka Cup. Uh,
13: we've also got the, a new race, uh, which we start up this year, called the Keith Classic. Uh, okay. Which will be run yep. out of Keith, and that, that that's the race that we've uh, started up and got a lot of uh, flyers in Tassie flying that one. And wow. Yep. Okay. Getting getting Tassie flyers on board, coming out of Keith, gives them the opportunity to do well in the race, and at the same time we'll be doing some backloading with our birds back to Tassie. So. Oh
6: yes, yes, yes. And yes, we'll so be liberating
13: that... some birds for them along
6: the way, and. Flyers helping out flyers. Oh, look, that's a really good idea. The Greater Melbourne through uh, Joe Phillips um, was doing the same for the Tassie Fed, and uh, uh, we'll be having two Tassie races this year, Uh, and... uh, Basically, uh, doing the same thing. Joe's, Joe's been good enough to uh, pick up their birds, take them to their race points and release them. And uh, so, yeah, it, it works both ways, mate, and that's, 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 that's what we want to see.
13: Yeah, that's what we need to see, and that's, that's what's going to keep uh, pigeon
6: racing going into the future, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a good discussion there today in regards to um, what you guys are doing up there, um, getting people to, uh, rather than, you know, driving at night and things like that. Just fill us in what we were talking about there, James.
13: Yeah, well, last year we took the initiative with uh, the COVID restrictions and everything with COVID, we brought in a rule that members were able to take a photo of their, their clock and send it through to their club secretaries. And that way it just eliminated the need for some of our uh, older flyers, not not being rude, they're saying old, but... Um, <laughs> well, yeah, we had to protect them. Just so that. And, and more so that if people didn't feel comfortable coming into the club, being around, you know, more people with the COVID and everything that was happening, yeah. sort of eliminated the need for them to do that. And with the few new members that we've got this year and a few of our existing ones, we've got members with range from all their age, uh, medical conditions... Um, some that that driving at night's not a good option. So we're just looking at maybe we keep those sort of rules going, again, to encourage flyers to stay in the game longer. Yeah. Um, It's just all progression in the sport.
6: Yeah, look, uh, I think um, in a a lot of respects, uh, the COVID has um, brought forward a lot of good ideas that now we can you know, uh, keep. You yeah. know, uh, uh, we've tested them out. Like if you had to this pre-COVID, you would have got held down. Oh, why do we want to do this? You know, they're, 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 they could be doing this, they could be doing that. Whereas now, because we've had the COVID and everything else and we've tried it out and everything, it's worked well. So why not keep it? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. You know, the, the old saying, "If it's not broken, don't don't try to fix it." But there's there's certain things in in the in the pigeon world that we've been doing over and over and And, over and just over another one
13: that um we have started to sort of look at bringing into the combine maybe is looking at heading down the track towards something like uh, bending live. Yes. Um, I know that's becoming very popular down Melbourne way. Yeah. Uh, So that's just another thing that will make it easier for flyers. You know, even myself, I'm in that predicament sometimes because I've got a young family, you know, three children under 10 years old. Without my wife, pigeon racing just wouldn't be part of the – be an option. Uh, Yeah.
6: yeah, Oh, look, you're right there, It it, it, Time, the time constraints – unless you've got a partner that, that can be there and help and lucky you've got a, a wife that wants to help and things like that, yeah. it, it does become very difficult. And the, the good thing is um, having electronic timing, even though it may be costly in one way, but in another, it keeps us in the sport that's longer. Sure. Yeah, that's you, know, you, you can go off if you've been called out to work. You know you can go off. And, uh, well, hopefully the bird comes home and goes straight in. That's the only thing that we never know in when we're yeah. away. Uh, uh, so it's, but at least when it does go in, it, it, it's recorded. The, the, the best
13: off you'll ever have is the one when you're home. Yeah, <laughs>
6: yeah that's only too true. But, uh, uh. You, know, there, uh, you know, there's real good... Uh, uh, we've gained a lot of good things, I think. Um, I know uh, with the Croydon Club, you know, with the uh, Croydon Classic, um, because we didn't have it uh, this year and that, but our first race, we only had one race in the Greater Melbourne, that was from Maryborough. But the understanding there was that um, you could clock a bird and those people that, you know, live miles away and think they could – take a photo of their their clock face and uh, record it that way, rather than have people coming together. And that worked really well. And uh, uh, I know um, with the Croydon Classic the year before, we had uh, the the guys up at um, Wallen, uh, uh, the Kilmore Club, you know, they uh, uh, basketed their birds, and, with the, and they brought their birds plus the clock sheet down. We took the birds out of the baskets, checked the clock sheet, picked it off to the clock sheet and uh, made sure that they had a, a, a chip or yep. clip on or a chip uh, and put them back and put them into the race basket for the Croydon Classic and that worked really well and it also allowed those members to go to another Fed to basket their birds for another race, you know, like the Western Fed or the Eureka Cup, whatever, Uh, and it worked really well.
0: Okay, guys, sorry to interrupt you there, but uh, we've got to take a short break and uh, take a music break, and we'll be back with your discussion about the uh, Central Highlands Pigeon Combine and uh, pigeon racing in general with Jason Brennick from uh, Ballarat, but right now we're going to break for a song and here's one of my favourite groups and it's the Mavericks and uh, they've done a great song called All Night Long and uh, let's listen to the Mavericks with All Night Long. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside. www.southernfm.com.au We'll be back shortly
8: A moment in history That's what you mean to be and Into the witching hour oh, are i
2: Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035981000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor
3: do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
4: Southern FM sponsor.
12: an annual Pigeon Radio Australia initiative event. Once again in 2021, the terrible decision to cancel the Anzac Day march is due to COVID-19 restrictions. Racing pigeon flyers throughout Australia in solidarity with our diggers and war heroes, who will have to silently celebrate Anzac Day from home and to remember the Australian Pigeon Corps and pigeons at war and in a sign of peace from all the racing pigeon flyers in Australia for our present difficult and unprecedented times. Let us all let our birds up at sunrise, from our homes, this Anzac Day, Sunday the 25th of April, 2021. Take a video of this action and send it to us. We will then put all the videos together in a social media. Australian Pigeon Flies remember Anzac Day 2021 Memorial Video Diary. Please join us in our initiative. Lest we forget. The best videos will receive a Pigeon Radio Australia Prize Pack. Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM, 88.3 FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, and the Pigeon Radio Australia team.
6: It's DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ.
9: Online, all the time. SouthernFM.com.au. You're listening to
0: Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world, hosted and presented by Ivan Fonky.
11: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, On 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
0: Ah yes, you're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Here on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, as our friends from the United States stated just then... And uh, our website address is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. The Southern FM website, which we are broadcasting from right now, is www.southernfm.com.au. Don't forget, you can catch us on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and all you got to do is go to Mr. Google Machine and search Pigeon Radio Australia, and we come up on top of the page. So uh, go and check it out. And uh, we're back with uh, our correspondent, Tony McPherson, and from the Central Highlands Pigeon Combine in Ballarat, Jason Brannig the president of the CHPC. I
13: think uh, most flyers would, not, would have heard of the Eureka Cup, which is... Yeah. Uh, that, that's our main sort of um, race that we have on the calendar that's organised by the Central Highlands. Uh, that's being run by a gentleman by the name of Phil Jarvis now, and he, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, it's getting some great, great interest, um, some great prize money happening there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have basketing Centres down Melbourne, and, again... Sending through photos of clock times and phoning them through. One thing that flyers love to see is, especially now with RaceNet, which is one of the biggest, greatest <laughs> improvements in pigeon racing. And I've been racing 30 years. RaceNet is one of the best things in the last 30 years. Well, it um, makes things a lot easier, Jokes. You, you, you see the results pretty much. As they're coming, as yeah. the birds are arriving, you know, you, you make a phone call and within 15 minutes you're seeing results on the board and yeah. that's what a lot of people, a lot of flyers want to see.
6: Oh, definitely. Look, uh, the, the days of um, rocking up to the, I, I remember in the old days and I think Ivan would too, um, a 500-mile race in the VHA, you had to, once you clocked a bird, you had to race race down to the Richling Richmond uh, headquarters, and, uh, you yeah, and if you didn't make the, the pull-off time, uh, you neither got in the door because Jack Harrison used to stand at the door and uh, he wouldn't let you in. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah uh, and, of course, if you're clocking at night time, yeah, like I remember uh, clocking a bird in the 500-mile race and I thought, oh, geez, I've got to be down at Richmond, and off I went. Yeah, this is... Um, half past eight at night
5: mm.
6: and I get down there and there's, yeah, there's not many people there and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, we're going well. And uh, a, a good friend of both uh, Ivan and mine, uh, Frank, Frankie, uh, he, had been, you know, he had clocked a bird just before me and uh, I thought, oh, my God. Now, we could have went together but we'd both gone down there <laughs> separately. You know? uh, but, and you get down there, like it's a rush. Like at that stage, I was living. In, we were living in Cheltenham. you know. I was in Cheltenham and uh, Frank was in Bay Morris, and we're driving into into Richmond, you know, at, at Tapa State at night. And you think, oh my god, you know. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those days are gone. Thank goodness, you know, And that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Those yeah. days are gone. I, I know um, uh, Brad Young at um, Lawn. Yeah. He's um, originally a. He, I got him a, a benzene you know, the battery clock, and uh, they keep really good time. And uh, they would set the clock. He would clock a bird. He'd take a photo of the of the clock time, and they uh, they would read the tape the next time he he come into basket. Now he's uh, electronic. Um, he does the same thing because it's you know it's crazy to drive from lawn all the way into um, into Colac, and and also. Also, they used to also take a pick that the pigeon that they clocked
5: yeah.
6: to the club. No, no, <laughs> I'm no, thinking, <laughs> so I'm glad things have changed. It's all things that are sort of making
13: pigeon racing easier for flyers. Well, yes, it's enabling them to stay in it longer. And
6: yep, yep, yep. Now, you guys, you guys, last year, um, you um, uh, you took the Colac birds with you. Um, yeah, yeah. Last
13: year we had uh, we transported uh, Colac birds. Uh, hopefully they come back on board again for twenty one. Um, we haven't uh, sort of sat down and organised the details of that yet, but I'm I'm sure they will. Uh, again, it, it helps the Colac club out. Um, we give them good rates for their flying, and I yeah. think if, I think it's a scratch back for it, for each. Yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. much they're on the truck and they have control of their birds. We liberate their birds when they want and uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, everything with their birds is up to them and we just transport them and
6: do yeah. what they tell us to do with them. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the important thing is um, you know, good communication between between yourselves makes it, makes it excellent. That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so, so you what
13: have out? the Eureka Cup and we also run the Central Highlands... Uh, Breeders Plate, which is an open race, open to everybody down in Melbourne. Yep. Um, Eureka Cups
6: is an open race. We get a lot
13: of flyers from down in Melbourne entering that one. Now, um, you,
6: you guys also ran, I think, Barry Marshall, a 700-mile race?
13: That's right. Barry Marshall and Aaron McKay, they they run the, the Victorian open 700-mile race. Uh, so that's sort of home base is the... the, the CHPC Common Rooms. Uh, yeah. They do a great job with that. Um, very well
6: supported race. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the uh, for the distance, blokes, it's uh, especially. Uh, uh, I know uh, Barry loves the loves the distance uh, racing. That's for he sure. He certainly
5: does. He mm. certainly does. <laughs>
0: now, Jason, I was going to ask you um, that you've uh, increased your membership. There are you you guys at the Central Highlands Pigeon Combine doing like a membership drive now and looking for people, or how how did you obtain those members? Because you've gone, uh, your membership's gone up quite considerably now, hasn't it?
13: Look, there is a few flyers from out of town that have moved to town, um, and there's some old flyers that have taken up again. We're obviously always looking for new members. Um, we've got some young young blokes that are starting to fly this year who had relatives that used to fly pigeons, and they've, they've come coming on board to give it a go. Uh up at Merribara, has picked up a few new members up there this year, which is great there. So, you know that they've got flyers coming from right over near Castlemaine. So, quite a spread out area, which is good too. Good to see. Um, um Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you do
0: you think that you'd ever get members again from Dalesford? Because that club was very successful, the Dalesford club, and
13: it's no, a sad. It was very successful in the I can't answer that one for you, Ivan. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, don't I'd don't like to see to a
0: Dalesford Club—the old, <laughs> yeah. the old Dalesford Opal Classic race that we used yeah. to go into. It was very, very popular, and for a club you, like that, you, just to you disappear.
6: collected that one, didn't you, Ivan? I did. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, you know, I just thought I'd just bring that one up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I must, I
13: must put out a thank you to all the flyers. We did. Run a uh, a fundraiser through um, online pigeons sales there last year, and that had excellent interest. Um, that was organised by Aaron McKay and Phil Jarvis, and must thank all the flyers around Melbourne and that that supported that and donated birds. A lot of top birds from down Melbourne were donated. No, oh, that's uh, fantastic, thanks to Aaron and.
0: Was a great fundraiser for the combine. Mm, that's fantastic, Jason. Now, um, Jason, you got anything else to tell us? Because we're running out of time, and uh, we've got about or oh, thirty seconds left. Or um, well, Tony, you got a uh, one last question <laughs> to ask
13: Jason? No, uh, look,
6: okay. go on, Jason. I'll just say
13: uh, good luck to everybody for twenty-one, and hope we can have a, a great full season without any interruptions. I agree there wholeheartedly, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh,
6: thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, we'll uh, try and uh, keep you uh, coming back on during the year to keep us up to date with, uh, with what's going on and say hello to the Ballarat barber. We will do.
0: <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> no thanks. Worries. thanks for coming thank on. Thanks, mate. See you later. Okay, uh, thanks very much to Jason Branig there from Ballarat for being a uh, guest on our program, Pigeon Radio Australia.
3: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
4: Southern FM sponsor.
2: natural pigeon products are the australian distributors for rohnfried pigeon products rohnfried a german-based company is a leading manufacturer of world-class premium european racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons inner health all year round contact natural pigeon products on zero three five double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au southern fm sponsor
4: Música nueva,
9: nouvelle musique, musica, musica.
3: It all translates to new music, and if you like new music like I do, tune in to me, Peter Tollich, for Tuesday Drive, Tuesday Drive, four to six on eighty-eight point three Southern FM, the Sounds of the Bayside.
0: Tune to Pigeon Radio Australia and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And we're broadcasting via Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, eighty-eight point three FM. You can get us on their website as well at www.southernfm.com.au. You can find Pigeon Radio Australia on Facebook and Twitter. We're on all the social media, and you can go to the Google machine and search. Pigeon Radio Australia and all our podcasts and uh, social media links will come up on that. So uh, go and check it out on the internet. And uh, right now we've got Dr. Michael Evans online, and I asked him to come online and talk about Applied Nutrition's Tummy Right uh, as one of our major sponsors of this program on Southern FM. And uh, I was asking him to come on and talk about Tummy Right and how it assists. The racing pigeons during the malting and uh, creating good feathering for the uh, uh, forthcoming race season, and also to talk about his new product that he has in the range of applied nutrition. Dr. Michael Evans, tell us what you're talking about there.
14: We were talking about uh, the use of uh, higher protein supplement to actually help with uh, with the malt and uh, one of our pro- one of our products called Prosperity is one such product which will actually help because it's higher in digestible proteins um, and it's particularly um, high in the sulfur amino acids which are, are critical for feathering. So, um, so that's one way in which rights and also prosperity can assist uh, uh, in general. But, of course, there are other um, notable uh, additives in there like nutrients uh, such as iodine is quite important. Um, and uh, tyrosine, which is another amino acid, that's quite important in uh, thyroxine production, which uh, stimulates the, 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 the malt as well. So uh, you've got other things operating as well, which help in, in molting. So from that point of view, um, you know, feathers are high in protein. Um, we can't provide all of the necessary nutrients that are in, in the grain that we feed our birds. Uh, we actually are deficient in in some of the key ones, and in particular, cysteine. But of course, cysteine, um, whilst we can provide it partly in the diet, it, it is also converted from methionine into cysteine. But again, that needs for that to take place. It needs a range of other things like B, riboflavin, B B2. It needs folic acid. It needs uh, glycine and serine, and all of those various nutrients which are. Can be put in the supplements uh, are there to assist in the whole molting process now of course, to get a good mulch you need it takes about you know eight weeks if you can do it, if you can do it in eight weeks it 's considered a, a a good one now, the other thing we need to look at if we look at some of the feathering in particular uh, what we call this powder powder down uh, feathering, which of course is important um, and of course the birds on a daily basis, even when they 're not in the malt. Do actually shed feathers, and so and some of this powdered down um, type uh, feather, of course, is being used uh, by the birds to preen their feathers and to give it that gloss and sheen, which is required by the birds to you know to have their feathers performed during the racing. So, so again, on a daily basis, they need to be supplemented um, uh, from the feeds that we give them, and Tummy Ride provides a range of those things. And plus, um, prosperity, particularly during high demand, like during the actual malting season itself, will assist with um, with the malting process.
0: Okay, this product, Prosperity, can you give us a little bit more detail about that?
14: Yeah, well, it's uh, it's basically um, developed around the growing chick um, uh, from about a day old to about 14 days. Um and what we've, the way we've developed is again, we've looked at the requirements for the birds, particularly during the first seven days. Uh, and now, in pigeons, of course, we know that uh, molting is actually inhibited by prolactin, which of course encourages cr- um, crop feeding. The, the you know the crop milk. So, so what what the pigeon gets is he gets this uh, crop milk early in the growth phase. Um, uh, but then, of course, during growth, prosperity is one of those products that can take over if you like from crop milk but bearing in mind that crop milk is very special um, we can't really emulate it that well we've tried, but uh, it's pretty difficult to emulate and it also carries a certain amount of passive immunity with it but of course, once that uh, pass- once that period you know early period's over, then you need to start feeding protein because those birds are actually growing quite fast. But, of course, they're important as well in the feathering as well. So where there is high demand for protein, um, prosperity is something which it contains. And it's got a range of highly digestible products, including egg protein and a range of other things uh, which are highly digestible and delivers uh, key amino acids as well, as well as a full complement of key vitamins and and trace minerals um, in order to ensure that the bird's got enough of these things to make a good quality feather, which is what you need to do after the breeding season, during the breeding season and after the breeding season as they go through the molt.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, after the molt and, and when you start training your pigeons, you've got another product that um, uh, you, you've named fly Right. Now, um, can you just give us a little bit of... Uh, 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 a description on fly right and how that assists the birds in their racing.
14: Yeah, well, basically there's three elements to getting a good racing bird. First of all, there's the genetics um, and then uh, then there's the sort of nutrition and then finally there is um, the training, which is building respiratory capacity. So you've got three elements in that okay, you've got good birds who've got the, you know, the, not the capacity to do this, then you've got to start feeding them the sort of things that they need. And in particular, you need to keep the protein content of these diets very low, as low as you possibly can. Because bearing in mind that when you're racing pigeons, these birds are at maintenance. They're not, they're not growing, they're not molting, they're not, there's not a great nutritional demand on them in terms of protein. There's only a, a you know, a, a base maintenance level of protein. And, um, and of course, tummy right, uh, when included in the diet normally, would that maintenance would normally be sufficient. But, of course, during racing then there becomes a higher demand of other nutrients. There's a lot more uh, protein turnover during racing um, because of muscle. Uh, you get effects on calcium utilisation. And of course, energy metabolism is quite important. And so during the race period, what we want to do is to give them a special product which helps them with their energy metabolism, which assists with, again, with the protein turnover and helps to build condition in the bird. You want to build good muscle. To build good muscle, you need good quality protein, but you don't need a lot of it. You just need sufficient just to keep it turned over and maintained and so and so but then during the racing period you don't want to overload them with excesses amounts of protein you want to keep that low because if they have excess protein that costs energy to get rid of a, a process which they call deamination which basically breaks down all the unwanted amino acids that can't make protein it just gets out so if it's unbalanced you're going to have a very um, um, balanced diet and it's going to, to take energy. So you're going to get dirty lofts because they'll excrete a lot more nitrogen and the, the other part of the amino acid molecule goes into fat metabolism and you don't want them to get obese either. So what you want them to do is you, you don't and they're utilising energy to, through those processes. But you want the energy there to be kept there for, for racing. And so the whole idea is to build good, good reserves of glycogen and, and good reserves of, of certain levels of fat in the bird, but not to go overboard, and so that they, they can switch. And, of course, the way they switch is through your training when you're tossing the birds um, and you're giving them respiratory capacity, uh, which is what? Because anything that's anaerobic is going to generate more ATP, which is the currency of energy. And so we need to make sure that they're kept in a, in an aerobic state. And so this is what fly right helps these birds to do. It helps with the energy and metabolism. Um, but it doesn't replace the fact that you've still got to train those birds and you've still got to get the right genetics as well. So um, And then the nutrition's got to be right to complement that. And so um, keeping them aerobic, if you go to an aer- anaerobic state, then, of course, the amount of energy de- generated is much, much less. And as a consequence, also, they get a buildup of lactic acid in the muscles, which is called cramping, And so um, this affects the performance of the birds. So the aim is to good nutrition, good genetics, in combination with good training strategy, um, will help to keep those birds fit, ready for racing.
0: Yeah. Now, when you're racing, you're using the FlyRite and you also be using the TummyRite. Can you give us a scenario of how you use these two products during the <laughs> racing season together?
14: Yeah, well, you, in, the, in, the, in the early part of the week, the, the race, we have a race mix, which is actually recommended to go with FlyRite, which is available um, to, to flyers. And some, some people are using it already. And it's uh, basically high in energy ingredients, low in protein, and but it's also a balanced protein as well. So, um, with that, you, you you do that during the last probably if you're boxing up or caging up on the um, the Saturday morning or the Friday night. Probably from the Tuesday night or the you know, Wednesday morning, you would start to feed your race mix, which will have. Um, fly right in it okay but on the when they come back from the race then the first thing that we recommend you happen is you give the birds go to water to at least rehydrate them and that's the first important thing probably with nothing in it um so that they get good clean fresh water and then we also have another product for that which is a Kelsey plus product which is designed to replenish um, the calcium levels with a high bioavailable form of calcium. Um, it's also designed to provide an energy source and also it has a probiotic in there. Uh, and It's the only product that we do have where we do put a probiotic, uh, basically because the birds have been mixing with other birds and what we want to do is flood for an initial time those, the, um, the GIT with, uh, with a favourable bacterium. So it excludes the pathogens. So that's a, a principle. You can feed Kulty Plus as it is. Now, once is that you know, it's only fed for about 24-48 hours, then you take it out, and then you go on to your normal mix with Tummy Right during that period up until the Wednesday night or the um, sorry, the Tuesday night or the Wednesday morning, when you you, you you go again with the Fly Right mixture. So that's the way we've been um, we're recommending. I am working on a a mix for the early part of the race week um, at the moment which is again we're trying to keep the protein low and their energy not quite so high we don't want to over excite them we just want to maintain and just make sure that they recover in a in a fairly easy way and so that's the that's the principle that we we're recommending that's being tried by a number of people um, up here in Brisbane, and uh, seems to work reasonably well for them.
0: Okay, now talking about protein, you have other products there that uh, people can use with protein, and one of those things is hemp, and you've got a hemp oil available as well.
14: <clears throat> yeah, well, we have a hemp oil which um, is, of course, it's uh, it's got its high in omega three and omega six uh, um, fatty acids, and it's. Um, in, in probably in the correct balance as well. Um, so, so what we do, what we actually do with that, we actually use that to coat, um, to coat the seed for uh, tummy right. So you know you can use other um, seed oils as well, um, which are much cheaper if you if you're on a bit of a budget. But um, if you can afford to hemp oil is actually a a good choice to, to have and we only added in a very small level at about 15 mil per kilo of feed of grain and you coat the seed with that and then you add the turmeric right on the outside and that sort of gives them a, a boost of omega-3 and omega-6 some, uh, uh, fatty acids.
0: Uh, that's fantastic. Now, um, Dr. Michael, you want to give us uh, your details, website address, if anybody doesn't know where your website is and how to find Tummy Right on the internet. Do you want to give us those details so that people can find them?
14: Yeah, we're at uh, www.tummyright.com.au. Uh, you can go on, on there and, um, and there's a bit of technical information about Tummy Right, but that's a shop. Uh, you just register as a client and then you can just uh, buy online if you want. Or if you are in Melbourne, of course, um, uh, Pigeon Radio are a big supporter of us as well in terms of um, distributing the product if you need it. So um, it's available in Melbourne through some distributors as well. So we do have a in Sydney, um, Mark White is a distributor of our Tommy Wright products. And, um, of course, you can – and I I have a number of Brisbane people who call in on me anyway and want to talk about pigeons in general and uh, so they can call in on me if they're close to home. I've got a couple of guys just very close to me calling in all all the time just to have a chat. So um, I'm welcome to talk to people at any time. They can ring me any time on 0418 and I'm happy to talk to you about um, your requirements whatever you need now there could be other
0: people listening to this radio program at the moment dr michael and uh, i'm talking about people with budgies canaries and all other types even chickens in their backyards now you've got products not just for racing pigeons but for all these other avian birds
14: yeah we do i mean i'm a keen aviculturist i keep finches and and canaries and uh, budgerigars and i I look at some. I've been doing some seed selection experiments with them, and looking at uh, what's what they like and what they don't like. And um, but we've we've got Tommy right for canaries and budgerigars and uh, all of the species. And we also have a, a Tommy Wright for poultry, which is seems to have worked very well. Number of people who are showing birds, showing poultry, have been using that to supplement with their feed, and that's a a 20 gram kilo of addition doesn't contain calcium like the other ones because most people for laying birds will uh, provide their own um, calcium source so we just have the normal tum- right for poultry which is 20 um, 20 mil sorry 20 grams per kilo of uh, finished
0: feed okay Um all right, Dr. Michael, um thanks very much for your time and we appreciate your support for the program and um, we'll get you on uh, again at another stage to talk about other aspects of your products.
14: It's okay. We're also we're sponsoring the um the one um, loft race down in Melbourne.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. The uh Stephen Gazzola's uh Meadow yeah, One Loft yeah, Race. We yeah. are we are going
14: to be uh, providing him with some uh, Tummy Right product. Oh, fantastic! To to help with the um, with the race. To so, we will be starting that off very shortly and sending that down to him.
0: Oh, fantastic! That's very good news. And uh, those birds will benefit from Tummy Right, I'm I'm sure, because I can see the benefits in my loft after using it. And I can tell you that I've been using it now during the malting season as we've been talking, and just. Uh, Early this morning, I walked into the loft, and there's just down feathers everywhere well that's good positive it's a very good sign and i think yeah. and I think your product assists that uh, down feather pr- production, which is a very good sign for healthy pigeons
14: yeah healthy pigeons do have a quite a lot of uh, they produce a lot of powder down
5: anyway
14: mm. so of course that's good, and they tend to use that to preen their feathers and gives them that bit of a sheen on their feathers
0: mm. Mm. All right, Dr. Michael, thanks very much. Okay, thanks. Thanks, mate. See you. All the best. Bye. Well, fellas, it's time. Uh, time's come for the end of the show, and it's time to say goodbye here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Uh, Tony McPherson, uh, we didn't have Charlie Gretch on today because uh, he was uh, taken up by uh, meetings at the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union. So um, he'll be on next week. And uh, it's a goodbye from me, Tony, and it's goodbye from you, I suppose, too.
6: It is goodbye from me, Ivan, and goodbye, uh, B2, and goodbye to everyone that's been listening. Um, Look after your birds and look after yourselves.
8: Goodbye, Ivan, goodbye, B1, and goodbye to everybody around the world.
0: Yes, goodbye, and goodbye, and we'll catch you next time, next week, same time, same station. 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside and pigeon radio australia cheerio stop the pigeon
5: stop the pigeon stop the
1: pigeon stop the pigeon stop the pigeon stop the pigeon stop the pigeon